0: I am just a smart person. Oh, oh,
1: Bill. Not so fast, buddy. You may be able to convince some of the people some of the time, but you can't convince the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast all the time. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. And this is the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast, an extraordinarily delayed episode. Yes. Matt, will you accept blame for this? No. (laughs) (laughs) Partial. It's okay. It's also mostly my fault. Yeah. There were three episodes last week. Uh, the first one was the uh, traditional Sal Guess the Lines, uh, episode. That was followed by the fallout from Daryl Morey after a period of consideration that lasted uh, several days. Jason Gay was the guest on that episode. And finally, the third of three podcasts was with Mallory Rubin, and then with Shay Serrano, and then a truncated gambling picks featuring No House. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Nick Kroll with the most inappropriate conversation ever featured on the Bill Simmons podcast.
2: In front of an 11-year-old.
1: It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Starting out where we left off in the first episode of the week, no Pearl Jam, Tic Tac and Melatonin. That was at 149, the total length, 123.56. Nice and abrupt. (laughs) as are almost all of the edits we make here on the bill simmons podcast podcast at 12 minutes and 16 seconds bill decides he's gonna enter by the back door
0: it was especially compelling if you had jacksonville plus three and a half and then it was compelling for my anus
1: (laughs) i'm not sure what that means really from a standpoint of using the word compelling uh but i approve At 17 minutes, Bill wants to talk to Sal about who the top four teams would be if they were to do a power poll right now.
0: If we were doing a power poll right now.
1: The thing is, a minute later, Bill says this.
0: I I did a quick power poll before we started the pod.
1: It's not a a thought exercise. He has done a power poll.
2: He he like unmasked the true Bill, which is, I'm going to act like I didn't prepare for this uh, and do this power poll live on the air. But in reality, he prepared for it beforehand. But then he accidentally told
1: everybody that he did that. (laughs) Matt, you remember the old ad for a Tootsie Roll Pops? Yes. Or possibly Tootsie Pops? Yeah, yeah. How many licks it took to get to the center? The world may never know. The world may never know how many times you have to pronounce Marshawn Lattimore's name incorrectly
0: before you get it right. Well, Marshawn La- Lattimore. Uh... The
1: answer is if you get it wrong twice in a <laughs> row, f- it. Move on. I do like the just the give up. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's like, okay, I got it wrong. Let me try it again. I got it wrong. F- it. We're done. <laughs> Two. Two whole times. Matt, you have some experience uh, in dealing with the concept of a jury. When the jury is out, tell me if this is right.
0: It means that there is not a decision.
2: Correct. You're awaiting the decision of the jury.
1: Bill, unsure how to use this cliche.
0: (laughs) It seems like the jury is out now on how to beat Baltimore, and you just boots the living hell out of Lamar.
1: It, It actually sounds more like... Bill is trying to argue that there is a verdict right, yes. <laughs> as to how to be Baltimore. Now, Matt, tell me what you think about this and, and tell me what you hear in terms of the tone change. We're
0: teaming up with Fando to give you, the listener out there.
2: Oh, it's it's an edit. It's got to be an edit, right? <laughs> it might be two edits because it's like we're teaming up with, pause, you, and then the winner gets
0: a flail to flail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 34 minutes and 18 seconds into the episode, Bill tries to make a point, but it's missing a word. See if you can spot what word should be there.
0: The whole, we don't talk about how good Russell Wilson thing is, is absurd.
1: Is. Yes. Is is the word. <laughs> now, I don't know if what he thought was, I'm just going to speak like Yoda and people <laughs> recognize that for some reason the verb is coming after. Side point, Matt, thing, replace concept with thing. <laughs> thing.
2: Right around 41 minutes, Bill says, uh, he's talking about Mason Rudolph. Chris, your uh, Pittsburgh former Steelers, quarterback, yes, who's uh, mashed the brain. He said Mason Rudolph seemed lifeless, but not concussion lifeless. He seemed dead.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that means. And he was just completely lifeless, but not like concussion lifeless. He seemed dead.
2: Is there like a a kind of lifeless you can be? Where you, isn't dead the definition of lifeless? If you are lifeless, you are dead. Maybe
1: he's thinking of zombies.
2: <laughs> so maybe. When Mason Rudolph was on the ground,
1: he was very zombie-like. Brains. (laughs) At 51 minutes and four seconds, Kyle burps.
0: (laughs) And I didn't hear it the first time I listened to it. it. Oh, you did?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I had to listen to it on headphones in order to hear it. Bill (laughs) then points it
0: out. Kyle just burps. Sorry. Kyle's in rough shape. Why don't they just edit it out?
1: (laughs) I guess the idea is Bill's response to Kyle's burp is way higher value content than simply editing out this mistake.
2: Shouldn't Kyle's response have been, oh, are we uh, pointing out and making fun of all the mouth noises now? Because I got news for you, Bill, Uncle Bill. Matt, here's a list of all
1: the mouth noises I heard last week.
0: Basically the whole game. I just figured I got this. Saints, so I must hit it. I'm yeah. killing you this week, teen. Steve Carr was... Square can take your business and in the ability. Ryan let's making a gimmick that we were talking about... Um,
1: Fictional move. At one hour, two minutes and 39 seconds, Matt Bill is still rich and he still does rich guy shit, uh, which includes riding his exercise bike or exercycle Peloton brand and watching two games because he has a rich guy set of televisions. He also manages to swallow excessively during his rich guy brag ad read. I
0: actually had the Peloton go today. I was watching the Packers-Cowboys game and the Chargers-Broncos game at the same time. As I was pedaling away on the peloton, then uh, Matt
1: Bill disappoints his listening audience greatly because at one hundred three oh nine, he's talking about how you can fit peloton in any space. Now the last time he did this, instead of saying space, he used the word crevice. Yes. <laughs> Sadly, this time he used the word space.
2: Chris, the other day I saw a commercial on the television. I was sure you were going to say a Kravitz,
1: but go ahead. Tell us about (laughs) the commercial. uh,
2: For Peloton. And it talked about how the bike was something like $2,600, but you could make monthly payments. And also there was then a subscription that it did not include for $39.99 a month. And all I thought was, Bill is so rich.
1: (laughs) At 106.37, another favorite Bill pastime, using words is troublesome. (laughs) But just blurting out sounds, no problem, Mom.
0: Sure, man, at this end. uh, end.
1: (laughs) 30 seconds later, there's an argument about the good-bad team versus the bad-good team. And finally, Sal has had enough.
0: Is this the new Who's On First? This is so stupid.
1: (laughs) Finally, someone tells Bill it is stupid. Kyle rightfully laughs. Points for Kyle. You know what's tough is when you're bragging but also belching. (laughs) Only our hero can combine the two. At 108.07.
0: Wow. So I must hit it. I'm killing you this week.
1: (laughs) I'm killing you this week, but you know what's killing me? Diet Mountain Dew.
2: (laughs) Approximately three minutes ago, Bill was criticizing Kyle for burping. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, At 108.35, so less than half a minute later, Bill resorts to thinging again.
0: People will credit the coaching change. To the thing?
1: To the thing? (laughs) What he means is people will credit the win to the coaching change. He's talking about the idea that uh, Jay Gruden was potentially going to be fired prior to Washington, Miami. In fact, that's what transpired. Bill Profane at 110.32. (laughs) Jesus. six and a half. At 118.42, profanity. Jesus. This is a point of the
2: conversation where Bill is talking about uh, his daughter and the daughter's boyfriend and how Bill... Apparently just lets his kid, his 14-year-old daughter and her 14-year-old boyfriend, Chris. I was a 14-year-old boy once. I'm pretty certain I know what he's interested in. (laughs) Bill's apparently just letting his kid... Watch a movie in her room? Yeah. I mean, he says upstairs. So I don't, maybe he means he's in the basement and she's up in the living room. Maybe it's the guest
0: suite. And they're upstairs watching a movie.
2: And, and then he says later or possibly in a different pod this week, he he kind of couches in, well, every 20 minutes or so, I walk around, I walk by and see if the door's open. Yeah, in no, between innings, not. right. Yeah.
1: I wonder if his wife listens to this and is like, oh, sh! <laughs> At 121.54, Bill says this wrong.
0: One conference on my podcast, one podcast on Rosillo's. <laughs>
1: He means one conference on Rosillo's. Yeah. Not only is he not paying attention to what he's saying, Kyle is not paying attention to what he's saying. And then to round out the episode at 122.38, this ZipRecruiter ad botch.
0: Thanks to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. But it's a
1: little botch. We'll be back after this. <laughs> I was
2: going to say, we could take a break. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We Fucking rushed guys. through the first one of the week, Matt, to get to the second one of the week. It's <laughs> the China one, 135.43. At 201, before they even get
0: to Pearl Jam, which was at 217, Bill says this. We're going to talk to Jason Gay about this crazy NBA China story, which continues to keep going.
1: It continues to keep going. It's not
0: continuing to stop. <laughs> at
1: 423, Bill figures out a way to compare what yeah. he considers the biggest NBA story of the decade. Bill, big fan of decades, to the time he was critical of Roger Goodell <laughs> at ESPN.
0: It's got pieces of different stuff. I mean, I, I was. In the vortex of this a little bit once upon a time when Mm -hmm. the thing that the podcast I did that was so critical of Goodell blew up and became Mm -hmm. a national story.
1: (laughs) He intros it by saying it's got pieces of different stuff. Now, I will say it's a swerve from the use of the word thing, but in terms of vagueness, same level.
2: Bill, who is about to be a f***ing coward and carry a bunch of water for the NBA, a totalitarian, terrible government on the other side of the world, and then soon, LeBron. Before he does that, let him tell you about how this is like something that happened to him. At 5.05, Bill says that this particular crisis involves two of the most powerful countries we
0: have. This involves probably the two most powerful countries we have.
2: Who is we? The collective world?
0: <laughs> we, we
2: Earth. The Illuminati? <laughs> Uh, At nine minutes, Bill, who just cannot get out of his way when describing this uh, crisis, compares the Hong Kong situation, which is very complicated and involves the history of China, Britain, and Hong Kong and what China promised to Hong Kong. It would be like if Hawaii wanted to become (laughs) its own country.
0: You know, if Hawaii was trying to say, hey, actually – We want to be our own country. Screw you guys.
2: No, Bill. It f***ing would not be like if Hawaii wanted to become its own country. Now, I think he does say that it's not the greatest analogy. It's a terrible analogy. If Hawaii wanted to secede, it would have nothing to do with the reasons that Hong Kong and China are battling this shit out.
1: If you're going to try to think of the best way to describe (laughs) the Chinese government's attempt to manipulate the coverage of news events or to control the media, is there any better metaphor than
0: this you have to remember it's going through this whole kind of juice blender of information
1: there's a word for it chris (laughs)
0: censorship
2: (laughs) who left the juice blender out (laughs) even this week uh jump of the gun a little bit lebron came out and made this statement that was like also total horseshit and and carrying water for china
1: yeah it was disappointing
2: and lebron then sort of wrapped back around and was like well i wasn't saying that the anything about the content of his speech i just of what daryl morey said i just wish he would he would have Timed it better. Like he wouldn't have said it while we were over in China. wish he would have considered the economic repercussions. That's not clear that that's what LeBron meant because right. it's not what LeBron meant. Sure. He just took a bunch of shit, and so he came back and said that Bill acts went on the podcast like it was. Of course, that's what LeBron meant. Like, oh yeah, LeBron just he was misquoted. It's just like I do not understand it. Other than I, I think it's right. I think Bill is very hesitant to criticize the NBA. Because Meanwhile, he has if it, a relationship if Boogie with Cousins,
1: Cousins that. who had said it. Right. You know, all bets are off. Yeah. Or Roger are Goodell. Are yes. Who
2: Chris. There was a time once when Bill criticized Roger Goodell. Uh, it was very similar to this, but not on his grand scale.
1: One one-hundredth, you might say. <laughs> At 1916, Bill is not exactly sure how bots work, but knows, A, they are terrifying, and B, it is possible the singularity is on its way. There's bots that can get unleashed
0: on you and all that stuff. Well, I,
1: I, bet, I bet as soon as he said that, he was like, make sure all the vents in the house are closed. <laughs> just so the bots don't get unleashed. And Matt, just to your point that this all comes down to economic and financial interests, at 2138, Bill slips in Freudian style. The $1.5 billion fans, whatever the number is. There may be $1.5 billion fans of basketball in China, or there may be $1.5 billion at stake. But to call them $1.5 billion fans <laughs> seems a little transparent with regard to uh, the underlying interests here. At 2530 is a very high quality swallow belch.
0: And people were people were mad at him.
1: You know what Steve Kerr's brother does?
0: Uh, he's a professor of Chinese studies.
1: You're almost right. He's not a professor. He's this. He's Waller.
0: professor of Chinese studies.
1: I'm professor. Matt, Bill asks an important question at 2825.
0: Do we have a responsibility, all of us, to at least try to learn about a story before we wade into something that's this important?
1: Bill does both. He waits a long time wades in ignorantly great job this man is getting ready to drown in an inch of knowledge 31 minutes etc 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 this is something that bothered me when i first heard it and it bothers me even more in light of what's going on since at thirty-two, thirty-two, bill says this about lebron's response to the situation with china and daryl morey's
0: tweet honestly i don't know if i care about lebron's lebron james's take on this story
1: I don't think the public is interested, Matt, in LeBron's take on the story. But I think LeBron is a tastemaker uh, and a thought leader. And sometimes he does a great job. And sometimes I think, as uh, as was exposed in this case, does a pretty poor job of taking the lead on some social issues. So we don't really give a shit what his take is, but we do care what his opinion is. The 38, 34, Bill Simmons exhales and then swallows.
0: One other lesson from this. I wasn't sure. At 40 minutes and four seconds. Playing the moral high horse on, on stuff China's doing. It's- what Bill
2: says here is when he's on his moral high horse, or I guess maybe he's uh, urging people not to be on their moral high horse. I think probably what he means is moral high ground. Yeah. I assume he did some research because he said he did. I don't know why I assume that because it sure seems like he didn't. <laughs> uh, here's what he said, that basically people shouldn't really be uh, you know up in arms about this because you know they're outraged at China, but we have people in cages And there are school shootings. Yes. Okay. I agree. Those things are terrible. Yes. Uh, I I wish we didn't have them. Right. And we should criticize our government when we do things like that. China has a million Muslims in concentration camps. (laughs) They are currently beating the living out of protesters protesting for more freedom in Hong Kong. He sounds like such an idiot here. When he he comes out – and what he's basically doing is what people have accused Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich of doing. And I think it's a valid point, which is – these guys are very quick to criticize uh, – On the local level. Or – uh, yeah, here in the United States, a government that admittedly does some terrible things because there are no consequences to that. Most people agree with them when they say things like that. But for them to come out and bash China or to agree with Daryl Morey – has real-world financial and relationship Yeah, international relations, sure. Yeah, and it is cowardly. And what Bill is doing is cowardly, and what Steve Kerr is doing is cowardly, and what Greg Popovich is doing is cowardly. For Bill to then try and sort of get around it by being like, well, these people shouldn't take the moral high ground because our country does bad things too. Our country does bad things. China is way worse than our country.
1: And, you know, it's it's not inconsistent because you can say, I don't like the fact that people are detained in cages. I don't like the fact that people go and shoot children in the head. And I don't like the fact that China denies people human rights. Yep. And those are not only intellectually and logically compatible, but you can hold those beliefs all at the same time. You don't have to choose one. Yep. It's This is not, uh, for lack of a better metaphor, a Chinese menu where you must <laughs> select from column A, column B, and column C.
2: But one has consequences and one doesn't. And what we are seeing is Bill included – the basketball world has taken the easy way out. Has taken has has said we w- we are not willing to
1: sacrifice our financial future over this. I don't think Bill is right because I don't think uh, at forty minutes and twenty one seconds he is worried about gun control giving
0: money to people, <laughs> and those people are taking money from from uh, gun control. I mean,
1: I don't know what he means honestly. I mean, I, I think we I could try believe,
0: to logic it out or reason it out. I can't believe they
1: they left this in. I mean, this is just <laughs> it's a bad take but also it doesn't even make any
2: sense it's like he, he clearly like just thought of this and was like watch me sounds cool
1: he also sounds cool at forty one forty five when he botches an ad
0: and swallows <laughs> you might even sell custom custom gift cards to your store for the darkroom at forty two fifty six, <laughs> belch keep talking check and it's not just this they don't want any part
1: of anything matt we heard this at the beginning of the bill simmons podcast podcast but you know who's a smart person bill it is bill
0: I am just a smart person who worked there for 14 and a half years reading the tea leaves of um, dead silence on the biggest story in five years. I'm just a humble caveman,
1: but I do know this. At forty five, forty eight, you know what you do when you're a good reporter like Rachel Nichols and you want to attack or criticize NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. It has something to do with darts. (laughs) She was one of the ones
0: throwing uh, darts on him,
1: on him, not
2: at him, (laughs) on him. Like basically, Goodell was (laughs) laying on the ground. He just
1: she's lying, lying. Yes, (laughs) dropping darts on Roger Goodell. Forty-eight thirty-five. The name of the Rockets owner is Tillman Fertitta. Right? Yes. I wrote this down. Bill, nice try.
0: Tillman Fertitta. Frittata, frittata, Toman frittata. I would say frittata like he's a breakfast sandwich. Toman frittata.
1: Here's the other thing. Yes, a Matt, frittata go. is
2: not a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> True.
1: According to Wikipedia, Matt, a frittata is an egg-based Italian dish similar to an omelet or crustless quiche or scrambled eggs, enriched with additional ingredients such as meats, cheeses, or vegetables. Doesn't sound like a sandwich. Doesn't even sound like you can eat it with your hands. Well,
2: and it's not even like People say, oh, well, I'll just put this frittata on a sandwich. Nobody eats a frittata sandwich.
1: <laughs> now, Matt, do you remember at uh, 11, 12, when Bill ba- did a bad job of comparing the situation uh, with the NBA in China to the WWE in Saudi Arabia? He tries to bring it back around to that at 55.04 with this.
0: Which leads into my next lesson, which we learned at WWE in South Africa.
1: It was not the WWE in <laughs> South Africa. It was the WWE in Saudi Arabia. Also,
2: not even the same continent, Chris.
1: <laughs> but but they both start with S A. Uh, also, next starts with an L.
0: My next lesson, which
1: at fifty five eighteen, <laughs> Bill
0: once again has a dramatic impact on the world. They were really hard on the NFL, really really hard. I'd like to think I played a tiny part in that. Of course you f-
1: <laughs> would, <laughs> you arrogant son of a bitch. Right, Is anybody surprised now? At fifty eight oh six, more burping. More talking at the same time.
0: As the most successful sport in America.
1: Remember last week when he was uh,
2: criticizing uh, House for like talking through that burp and it it, it sounded like he was crying?
1: We have this. I present to you, Bill, Exhibit A. (laughs) Exhibit A. Maybe the
2: jury's out on that. At 5820, Bill says that the podcast has grown to places like Australia, New Zealand, Philippines and Brazil.
0: Australia New Zealand. Like the Philippines. Brazil.
2: American football is not able to break through in those cities the same way.
0: (laughs) American football is just not able to break through those cities in the same way.
2: Chris, not one of those is a city.
1: (laughs) Matt, we have talked about important and consequential things when discussing the second episode of the Bill Simmons podcast last week, which is why the next topic of conversation must be included. At 105.09 during an ad for Dunkin' Donuts. Does Bill know how to say the word onion? onion. Sounds like he says onions. (laughs) Like it's U-N-G. Let's listen to it again. Slow down. If you're not convinced, listen to him try to say it again at 105.28. It's onion. At 105.42, the ad for Dunkin' continues.
0: This is the official sponsor of every Zoe Simmons soccer trip when we have in the morning and she wants to eat.
1: Every soccer (laughs) trip when we have in the morning? (laughs) Bill is at his worst when he ad-libs. Duncan, come just throw us a few munchkins. We'll do it for
2: free. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I would definitely do it for munchkins. You know how he describes
1: these bowls at uh, 106.07, Chris. I think I do, Matt. I think you pointed it out to me. A
0: fiesta of flavor.
1: A fiesta of flavor. At 115.34, Bill has this to say about Fox Network's sports programming.
0: We now have a gauntlet.
1: Either he's trying to say Fox has thrown down the gauntlet. Or now he's saying that the other competing networks must run the gauntlet? It doesn't make sense in any circumstance. Dictionary.com, by the way, (laughs) defines gauntlet as a medieval glove (laughs) worn by a knight in armor to protect the hand. A glove with an extended cuff. The cuff itself. How does Fox have a gauntlet again? At 127.07, Bill wants to think about another important, critically important concern for modern society. This.
0: Rick Flair is one of the four best wrestlers ever, and I think some people would make the case he's the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. I'd really have to look at everything. He's definitely in the conversation.
1: Not only is he giving great thought and putting great uh, effort into understanding the geopolitical consequences of Daryl Morey's seven-word tweet, he's also prepared to give great thought to Ric Flair's standings <laughs> in the pantheon of professional wrestlers. Well, please take the time, Bill. And also... Swallow. And the episode ends, as they all must, with a thing back on the BS. We'll be back on the BS pod pod after this. Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to vote, a tool created by Democracy Works breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. In the third and final episode of the week with Mallory, Shea Serrano, and Nick Kroll, it was two hours, two minutes, and 32 seconds long. It starts out with Bill Simmons calling the Bill Simmons Podcast, the BS Podcast. Today's BS podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. And then 16 seconds later, he botches an ad read. Four out of five employers. At 102, he calls the non-luminary rewatchables feed the real rewatchables.
0: (laughs) We also on the real rewatchables feed, the original one. Which I'm sure pleases the luminary folks to no
1: end at two minutes and 18 seconds, Pearl Jam. At 3.55, when Carl Malone would appear in the playoffs, he would do this.
0: Then the playoffs would come short and
1: then... I think he means come up short. It sounds way more <laughs> scandalous if you leave up out of the conversation. You mean away. She's blowing them away. At six minutes and 23 seconds, Bill, a professional broadcaster, does this into a microphone. Damn, I watched all of it. That's a throat clear, folks. At 709.
0: This weird background noise. did you in fantasy before he came in?
1: Yes. I don't know if that's a cough.
0: I
2: think somebody coughed. It's got to be Kyle.
0: (laughs) It could be Mal. She's,
2: I mean, I like- Oh, you mean like maybe she'd like turn away? Yeah. I was going to say one of these
1: as if the listeners could see what I was doing. uh, She's getting better. She's still not a great broadcaster, but she's a good talker and, and has fun ideas. At 745, I don't understand what Bill's talking about here, but it sounds like he's referencing people who bet on his Boston- References on his podcast. Yes.
0: The over under is now shattered because I'm bringing up a Boston team.
1: No, it's not us because God knows he doesn't listen to us. <laughs> Almost no one does. It's got to be people who send him emails. You think so? Yeah. At 2337, onion? onion belt. No. Oh, also at 2359.
0: It's basically a burrito without the actual burrito sure. covering it.
1: Bill, burritos are not made out of burrito. Burritos are made by wrapping filling in a tortilla. So it would be more <laughs> appropriate, some might say accurate, to say, It's a burrito without the tortilla covering it.
2: Real rich guy vibe from you right there. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Uh, (laughs) That speaking truth to power quote from Mal, 2645. At 2711, Bill, recognizing the shortcomings in his producer, editor, and engineer, says this to Cousin Kyle.
0: Kyle, turn (laughs) your mic on. (laughs) Kyle does. And then 40 seconds later, this I just hope the Boston fans, I hope the massholes are out in full force. Kyle, who do you roof? I am so bored with this. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a mighty robot click swallow. <laughs>
1: and then, of course, Kyle wants to add his own bodily function noises <laughs> by following it up with this. <laughs> Kyle just coughing <laughs> in the background. What a shit, Joe. 3952, this big chew and swallow. There's Dallas been some Tyreek Hill, some buzz. It's like is he is he working on a blow pop?
2: I, was gonna, I thought maybe he took a draw on his pipe.
1: <laughs> you know what? I bet it was a b- bunch of uh, warheads. It was just the tang was so extreme. I bet this God, guy loves lemonade. I forgot about warheads. <laughs> but you better get used to it if we keep going after China on Twitter. Well, oh, I like that. At forty three thirty three, we don't, we not tweet shit. <laughs> The Bill Simmons podcast podcast does have an Instagram. Follow us on BS Pod Pod on Instagram or at us. I'm not sure how. Don't it look
2: us. Don't look for us on Twitter. Though. <laughs> right. No Twitter.
1: At 4333. I feel like this is anti-short person
0: because my five-five husband is still bringing the thunder. Now, Matt, you're five foot five.
2: Uh, now Was wait
1: this... a minute. <laughs> I think this is in reference to Logan Roy, yeah. a character on Succession God. played by Brian Cox. Brian Cox actually five foot nine. Matt, I care to. Con- comment on five foot nine men bringing the thunder always <laughs> <laughs> also there is way too much
2: Succession to I, talk. I, on have these you watched podcasts. Succession?
1: No. It seems like it's good. People, some people really seem to love it. I watched most of the first season. It's just kind of boring.
2: I've said this before. It's just it, what doesn't make sense to me is that it's not the the cultural phenomenon though that those that like Game of Thrones or even like Breaking Bad at the time was. This week he did ten minutes by himself yeah. about it. Yeah,
1: and I listened to it even though it had spoilers because I just don't give a shit. <laughs> yes. And I have to imagine a pretty significant percentage of his audience is like, uh oh, skip, skip, yes. thirty <laughs> seconds, thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. I, however, listen so I can hear everything <laughs> Bill finds delicious, and here, Matt, as I introduce all the deliciousness, are the things Bill found delicious last week.
0: Hmm. 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 Um. DeAndre. Mm, mm, mm. Right. Hmm. Hmm. both teams can mm. they mm. and wreck mm. two? Mm. That's America
1: at forty six forty nine. Bill, talking about his million-dollar gambling uh, bets, says last week they lost this.
0: Almost $1,100 last week. <laughs> no, he
1: means they lost almost $1.1 million, at least imaginary dollars. So, Bill, don't round down by two orders of magnitude to make your losses seem less.
2: I don't understand how this million-dollar picks thing works. Isn't he out of money now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's actually owes oh, the bookie money at this point.
1: Yeah, well, I so, guess he's gambling on credit. I guess. <laughs> Who needs functioning knees or thumbs? At fifty minutes and twenty-one seconds, why say game when thing will do? Even you look at the Green Bay thing, I. Th- you're talking about football games. You can say football. Yeah. Game. Although,
2: wait, I will say this. His take on that was stupid. He was like, "Well, uh, they might have lost that game." It's like that game. They won that game thirty-four to twenty-seven. They stopped them on the goal line. That was a good game. That was, like that was a good good, good win by the Eagles. I, I mean, I don't think they're very good, but that was a quality win. And Bill's like, "Well, that shows that they're bad because they almost lost to a team that's five and one
1: at fifty-one twenty-six. How many K's in the word tasks? Tasks. <laughs> I thought it was going to be too many K's. It turned out to be no K's. What is it called when someone says something that is not true? A lie? Not quite, Matt. (laughs) Truth flaws. (laughs) It makes me think that Bill
2: was writing a paper and had used the word lie too many times, so he went to the thesaurus and it said
1: truth flaw. (laughs) Yes. At 106.48... When's the best time to belch? When the microphone is on.
0: Bloodsport had legs.
1: Best of the best, not the same legs. In recounting the best of the best plot, Bill thing at 108.17. <laughs>
0: he stole some liquor thing.
1: At 108.28, Bill still recounting the plot of best of the best thing. <laughs> they end up in the same juvie thing. At 113.42, discussing victory, Bill says Sly Stallone has to be the goalie, at least according to the plan in victory. Because he's the person who can
0: do the mistake. Slice alone is now the goalie because he's the person who can do the mistakes. I think he means do the escape. I don't think <laughs> the plan was to have Slice Alone
1: make a mistake as goalie at 12015. It's what we have always feared from Bill as a parent.
0: I'm cool. I'm yeah, not gonna tell anybody. Like, we're I'm, good. I'm the cool dad. Yeah, we're I, cool.
1: His interest is in being the cool dad. This segment with Nick Kroll. Very troublesome.
2: Yes. Opens with, well, first of all, at 12530, Nick Kroll says something about someone's bush, apologizes because Ben is there, and Bill says, don't worry, it's fine. She The biggest <laughs> bush in the world, sorry that he's here. <laughs>
0: no, he's turned he's yeah, it off. Yeah, Thanks okay, to you. Jesus, Bill.
2: <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Yes. And I think Bill is saying this to justify the fact that he has his 11-year-old in the room for this. Yes. Uh, But he, he implies that, like, oh, no, the audience for this show, Nick Kroll, is younger than you think and Nick Kroll does admit that well we've we realized after season 1 that kids that first of all to be clear Nick Kroll very clear that he did not make this show for kids yes he realizes after season one that teenagers are watching this show and so he tries to at least even when he's being crude like make a point or have something that's like in his view beneficial to
1: kids yeah I think or teenagers. It, the, the show goes out of its way to be thoughtful and honest I don't think it goes out of its way to be offensive right but it deals with realistic or exaggerated realism um, circumstances that kids deal with.
2: Bill tries to convince Nick Kroll that that the actual audience is now down to 10 or 11. Oof. There is no way. No. Bill is saying this because his son is 11 yes. and is in the room. I mean, there is some offensive, crude shit being said yeah. during this conversation. And Bill's 11-year-old is here. And I think even when, Bill's, when Ben is not on mic, I think he is there listening. Yes. I don't think he's out of the room.
1: Yeah, the uh, conversation about uni that prompts Bill to speculate about cunnilingus was shocking and borderline upsetting.
2: My favorite part of this whole Nick Crowell conversation is that the uni uh, and what uni may or may not taste like. You may recall previously that Bill believed that the parental guidance warnings on video <laughs> yeah. games and music were for the kid. When in reality, they are, of course, for the parent. They are for you, (laughs) Bill. Bill, who we have already established takes no responsibility for what comes out of his child's mouth, says to Nick Kroll that during this conversation, Ben used the word put... He blames Nick Kroll for this. He says, this is your
1: fault, Nick Kroll. (laughs) So that's you. I I blame you. Bill, this is your fault. (laughs) Bill may not exactly understand how some of this stuff works, to be honest with you, Matt, because at 1.24 and zero seconds, they're talking about the question that Bill uh, has brought up that his son Ben wanted to ask in health class, which is about wet dreams. And Bill says this. I've spilled four gallons of water (laughs) on my sheets. The idea that it would take four (laughs) gallons of water or that somehow a wet dreams stain would represent the emission of four gallons worth of fluid... (laughs) Is one of two things. It is alarming in in terms of its uh, reflection of Bill's ignorance about human biology, or it is frankly medically concerning <laughs> that Bill is emitting what he believes is the equivalent of four gallons Bill's, of semen. Bill, Bill's seed is mighty. Wow. <laughs> Bill just doesn't know what a
2: gallon is. No. This entire segment was just... I I like Nick Kroll. He's great. The show's really fun. I like I have to imagine Nick Kroll was uncomfortable. Yes. Like, I can imagine he was like, you're going to bring your 11-year-old and we're going to talk about...
1: At 142.53, where's the best place for chest hairs? Dude, put some chest hairs on your chest. Chris, I don't know about you, but I need some Sushi. Matt, I was just about to say I'm feeling very dehydrated as a result of a sexual interaction I had two days ago, and I need to replenish my fluids and electrolytes. It
2: resulted in all the fluid yes. in your body yes. being expelled.
1: This has been the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Chris.